It's the Weekly Wrap with your host, broadcasting legend Bruce Wolf, and his trusty sidekick, comedian Tim Slagle. And now, without further ado, Bruce Wolf. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the Weekly Wrap, and now my favorite part of the show, wherein we discover what's in Tim's uh, background. And I'm going to think you got a turkey that uh, dropped from the sky from WKRP in Cincinnati about 45 years ago, and it's still fresh. Am I right? Yeah, you're 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 pretty warm. Okay. Well, there's a definitely a turkey here. Oh, no question about it. <laughs> Sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. I'm here you know for the pardoning, that. the annual pardoning of the turkey, sure. which I think is like the stupidest tradition. <laughs> it just, I mean, come on, like like they're not going to eat turkey. They're they're going to have a tofurkey for dinner for yeah. for everyone in the White House. Come on, they're still going to kill a turkey. Uh, I mean, what? Yeah, right. I uh, who who. Uh, who would have been our most? I, I I think even Obama would have eaten a turkey, right? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think who's our most radical leftist. Yeah, he's probably president. the closest to vegetarian president yeah. we've ever had. But I mean, he's a smoker, so yeah, which was great. Which is, I mean, really uh, the saving grace for him that he was a smoker and a golfer. I mean, everybody <laughs> talked about how oh, he's playing too much golf. Well, no, no much- I thought he didn't play enough. I don't yeah. know. They, they they stopped letting cameras on the field because his uh, his, his golfing was a. Uh, uh, sub sub par oh yeah yeah no, he, he he wasn't he was, too good he, not at all um anyway um, he was better at pitching than he was at big golf <laughs> right right in his mom jeans i guess he could have played on the golf course in his mom jeans as well so you know what we're recording this uh, on the eve of thanksgiving and um i don't know how this israeli hostage deal is uh, going to come down but um it's uh I, I, it, I mean, it looks like you know, it's gonna. It, it, the, the the concern, of course, is that the momentum will then be to keep the ceasefire, and I mean that's the last thing I want. I don't want to ceasefire. <laughs> I know Israel doesn't want to ceasefire, and uh, we're gonna. So it's gonna I, be a it's gonna be a four day ceasefire. Is that the uh, is that what I is that what I heard? Well, right, but I mean the the whole point is the momentum. I mean. Yeah, you know, you got to give Hamas credit. I mean, they know how to play this game, except it seems like, and from what I've heard, you know, my sources, of course, that uh, Israel really shoved it down their throats, and it was a pretty successful military campaign so far. So Ham- Hamas had to do this. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's no way that Israel is going to let Hamas be uh, uh, reconstituted somehow. It just, it just can't happen. It's, a, it's probably the first war in history that, where the where the uh, the enemy got to call a timeout. <laughs> you know, when you play, I mean, unauthorized hostages on the field. It, it reminds me a little bit. I mean, I, I hate to you know compare anything to this, but, um, you know, it used to be the re- Republicans when we would nominate uh, a Mitt Romney or a John McCain. We play by the Marcus of Queensberry rules and. Obama and and their ilk, of course, uh, took the uh, the lesson from the untouchables. They bring a knife, you bring a gun. And that's and Mm -hmm. and, you know, Israel, Israel fights with two hands tied behind its back and and still tries to figure out a a deal and still wins and still wins and still wins and still wins. Um, So, uh, you know, I was heartened because I saw that, you know, my alma mater, Northwestern, 
decided in Deering Meadow, where uh, there's there's a library there, where I think a couple of weeks ago they had the Palestinian colors up and they had all these demonstrations that they actually did have something honoring the um, the hostages. You know, there were empty chairs there for the uh, for the Sabbath. Um, so I know they're trying to have it both ways at, at Northwestern, you know, because they are kind of like the University of Qatar uh, satellite campus. Uh, but I'll take it because I want to root for those crazy cats to get in a bowl game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I will say, however, that um, so there was so the, uh, the the Dickensian named president of the university, Schill, uh, said uh, that, um, you know, at one at, at first he, he was really weak kneed about this. But now apparently Northwestern is going to have some kind of committee to study anti-Semitism. So there was a sop thrown to the Jews that way. But there were some dissenters from that, some certain student groups, one of which was the Northwestern Band Clarinets Leadership. Uh, he didn't know that there was a well, I, I'll have you know that I went out on a blind date 50 years ago with a clarinetist from Northwestern University. She wasn't exactly in the band, uh, the band leadership, but all I'm saying, and then we got married and, you know, we have five kids and eight grandchildren since, but huh? uh, I'm glad we, we got out of there just in time, apparently. So <laughs> because, because the leadership of the clarinet, uh, I don't, I don't see necessarily see the nexus to politics for, for clarinetists, but um, the median they... friend of mine, Mary Mack, has a line. She says, uh, the only use for a clarinet is if you hit a deer and don't have a tire iron. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, you know, I mean, one of the one of the great things that attracted me to uh, the girl that I wound up marrying was that she was one of the uh, she was a great clarinetist. And I tried to play that instrument in grade school and I got challenged. They have these challenges in band. And I was like the third row clarinets and there isn't a fourth row. And the <laughs> fifth chair guy challenged me, the fourth chair, chair guy and, and beat me. <laughs> so, I mean, that was, I mean, so I, I thought, hey, this is great because I'm I'm, I'm going out with a, you know, a, a top shelf clarinetist. So I demur with, uh, you know, from your uh, your assessment of, of, of clarinetists. Yeah, now, Deering um, Meadow, is that the is that the field that just got rezoned or, or am I confusing something? No, no, you're thinking of <laughs> I love your sweet ignorance of uh, Northwestern. <laughs> uh, it's Ryan Field is oh, the okay. football stadium that they're going to uh, they're going to build a new stadium for. Meantime, there's some other university. And I don't all I saw on the tweet was that it was called the University Hall. It was occupied, you know, by the Palestinian sympathizers. And it's occupied right now. I wouldn't say shoot to kill them, but I'd say kick them out at least. No, 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 no. The dean brought burritos out to these kids <laughs> because they were, you know, you got to have a snack uh, or or a full meal for, for that matter. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was thinking you're not familiar with Devonte Adams, the uh, uh, wide receiver for the uh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. He did a Taco Bell endorsement and he asked for a Taco Bell in his own home, which is pretty funny. Uh, so, I mean, they, they should have had a Taco Bell set up, at least a, a kiosk, so they wouldn't be limited to burritos at this <laughs> university. I mean, just terrible. Um, did you see that this uh, a female rabbi, and when I say female rabbi, both female and rabbi should be in quotes, because I think it's 
It's some <laughs> transgender <laughs> rabbi. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. And and, uh, uh, and he wears a uh, uh, I, I know it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Maybe. she wears wears a yarmulke. Well, I mean, you know, I it's so it's so it's you know it's it, apparently you know he might be able to fool the liberals on the college campuses, but he's not fooling God. Well, right. I mean, if he, if he's wearing a <laughs> yeah, a re, uh, well, you know, so I, I, do the female rabbis wear yarmulkes? I'm not sure. I mean, I always thought that was that's a all I saw when I saw the yarmulke. I said it's like it's like you know it's like uh, God ain't gonna fall for that. Oh, I would hope not. Uh, you know, uh, no, God still wants his head covered. Anyway, I, you know, you're always going to find you're always going to find the collaborators with the Nazis uh, and, uh, you know, and the and the useful idiots. And uh, she is one whatever sex she uh, prefers to have. Meanwhile, our esteemed Senator Durbin, of course, said there should be a standard of conduct for the military operations in Gaza. Thank you, Senator Durbin. Who also, if, if you recall, was recently pushing uh, Supreme Court ethics rules, you know, and then the Supreme Court more or less just slapped together, put it under one uh, aegis, uh, the uh, the rules they already had. And uh, but, you know, we'll do that. We'll do that, Senator Durbin. Maybe we just throw a star of David, uh, slap it on the Supreme Court ethics rules and, you know, we could put it under your nose and and, and uh, you'll you'll be fine with that. Uh, the but, irony is, I believe he voted against the insider trading rules for the Senate. <laughs> OK, there you go. Well, you know, <laughs> arbitrary and capricious, uh, I believe, is the law firm that he was at before he became a senator. The, um, so they're anyway, they're calling this deal a quote, temporary conditional pause. And so I, I paused for a second to try and parse that. Is that like a modified limited hangout, H.R. Uh, Haldeman? <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> a temporary conditional pause. OK, well, whatever. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, whatever, whatever they want to say. The um, now, as as we're speaking now, this just happened today. So we don't have the, you know, any any uh, all the evidence. But that shouldn't stop us because we're doing a podcast. Um, this we're the podcast with no evidence. I believe. Right. We're, with we're, the we're... evidence free. <laughs> the, the the rainbow bridge from Niagara Falls slowly I turn step by step inch by inch is it a terrorist or or what happened there we we don't know as of this recording but you're the tinfoil hat guy Tim so what happened just tell me well the, the FBI is saying no it's not terrorism it was just a car accident but of course you know it begs the question what's the FBI doing there then well it sounded, but it was supposedly was an explosion. Like, yeah, I mean, the likes of which. Yeah. Did you ever try to actually blow up a car like they do on the A team? You, you can't do it with just the standard equipment. You no, need, no, a, you few, need, you need well, a few options on there. It reminds me of the um, this Dateline NBC thing when they were trying to show that some car, some General Motors car would explode. It was a truck. Yes, it was the it was the uh, GM or was it Ford truck? I what I think it was GM, but what they did was and Dateline didn't tell anybody was they put like a rocket in there. Yeah, they put Estes rocket engines. They taped Estes rocket engines yeah. with an electrical igniter yeah. to to show that they're prone to blow up when you put Estes rockets under the running boards. So. Which should get me actually to the, which actually in a way gets us to the um, Elon Musk suit against uh, Media Matters because the it, basically the argument is going to be that. Yeah, the First Amendment or whatever only goes so far. Uh, you can't you can't just 
do stuff like that, rig the whole deal, which is kind of what Media Matters did with the algorithms. But I guess we'll get to that later. But that's and the, the analogous thing to that is what what happened with General Motors and sure. uh, and Dateline. So so there you go. I have to recuse myself from talking about Dateline because, you, of course, you know that I was on Dateline once for 30 seconds. We've talked about that before. It's uh, definitely. <laughs> We'll bring it up again shortly. Bruce Will, Tim Slagle on the <laughs> Weekly Rap. There's poor Santa Claus stuck in a wheelchair attached to a Christmas tree. There's just something really, really wrong about this. And when they started doing this originally a couple of years back, pushing inclusivity and things into the holidays because they never want you to stop thinking about exclusivity. It's not just about Pride Month, it's about every Pride Day, every Pride Hour, every Pride Moment. You must have Pride-based Christmases. How could Pride have anything to do with Christmas? It doesn't make any sense. This is not the first year that Target did trans nutcrackers, and it looks like some people buy them, but based on the reviews, they're pretty terrible quality. Disabled Santa had some bad reviews Bruce as well. Bruce Slagle on the <laughs> weekly wrap, and... Um... So, you know, <laughs> I, I love Target because you see the glasses that I, I have. You can get three of these for $15. And, of course, wow. they immediately become crooked on your face because they, 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 they have no structural integrity. What, what do you expect for uh, basically a $5 pair of glasses? But, you know, I, do they have to shove it in our face, the... <laughs> Well, well, I'm it's here. Christmas. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Apparently it's now Rainbow Friday. Oh, OK. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now, yeah, I, I mean, and, now and, Rainbow Friday. And I don't want to get into, you know, the fill in the blank jokes on a trans nutcracker. OK. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, or <laughs> even talk about the sugar plum fairies to begin with. But we, Actually, we, we, we can't go there. Actually, the trans nut nutcracker is what the underprivileged have to use to transition. Yeah, yeah, sure, of course. Um, anyway, let's let's turn quickly to uh, this week was the eighty uh, first birthday of Joe Biden, and I mean, there's this picture that's going to become iconic, and it'll be. It, 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 did you see the picture of the Biden in the White House with the birthday cake with the eighty one candles on it? it oh, looks the, like a, that it was on fire. It it looks like a, a GM uh, truck that Dateline put a, <laughs> a, a rocket on. I mean, you think the, the president is going to be consumed by it. it? You know, it reminds me of what Yakov Smirnov would, would say over this. In my country, candles blow out you. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, how do they let that go? How did they how did they let that picture get published? Know, it was the same person that said Bidenomics is a good idea. I mean, it it. it it doesn't. Uh, me yeah. Meantime, it doesn't look that good for for Biden. Um, David Axelrod uh, saying it's fifty fifty that um, that Biden will win. Ron Klain. Remember, we were talking last week about this story in Politico. Uh, this guy wanted Rom to come back and manage the campaign, and he wanted Ron Klain to be a big guy too. And of course, Klain and Rom don't get along with each other. But it doesn't matter. It's moot because Ron Klain is going to Airbnb. <laughs> All right. So he's he's not going to be part of this. Um, there's also, you know, a, a lot of people are hanging their hat on the fact that Obama's job approval in 2011 was low. By the way, I got a lot of this stuff from the commentary podcast. I'm just plagiarizing right here. Uh, <laughs> Obama's job approval 
was was low, just like Biden's. However, in the polling head to head, Obama was beating everybody. That's not happening with Biden. He, he's losing to Trump and everybody else. He's losing even worse to. So, um, well, yeah. you know, when, when when a political, you know, you know when a political operative uh, chooses to take a job at uh, Airbnb rather than get on a campaign, it's very telling. Oh yeah. Here's a here's a little thing. If you're like a campaign manager, you, you've got to win from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's like uh, if you can't if you can't uh, uh, pull pull that guy across the line, you're not gonna. Yeah, it it doesn't seem like it, but nobody. Nobody wants anything to do with the Biden campaign, apparently. Uh, apparently, there was a three-page uh, spread in People on Kamala Harris. So that's going to be a winner. Um, yeah, it does <laughs> not look good. All right, now we're going to get a ch chance to, for you to put your tinfoil hat on. So there, um, have they already released, is uh, Congressman Johnson already re released the 44,000? I uh, don't hours? know. I don't know. I heard I've heard I've heard that yeah. there's a way you can access a lot of stuff. You can get uh, yeah. somebody pointed out you can get to go through p police camera footage. On, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, you know, I want to watch it. I, I, I want to binge. Uh, it, it started last Friday, uh, according to Chris, our producer. But um, I first I got to watch the entire run of the uh, series, The Office, which I just started. I, I, I tried it before and it, it was too painful maybe because I still was in an office environment and it was just too realistic or in, in a, in a surreal way. Uh, but, um, and then, you know, I want to watch all of the crown, which we started watching. Have you watched the, are you watching the crown? Have I have not watched the crown. I have not watched the crown. We just, oh, uh, I mean, at all ever. No, no, not at all ever. Okay. All right. So are you planning on it at all? You know, I don't, can I give uh, a spoiler, you know, or, sure. Absolutely. Okay. Well, um, it's based on the royal family, right? Oh yeah, and you know, I I, so, I mean, eat it's it all up. it's all written down. It's already I, if you know yeah. anything about the royal family, it's already there's no spoilers. right. It's out there. Well, you know, they're they they have they use a, you know, a couple of uh, devices, literary devices. I mean, they've got the ghost of Diana in this. <laughs> okay, not, I mean, wow. Yeah, the ghost of Diana talks to Prince Charles and Queen Elizabeth and. I bought. Oh, oh, oh! They're talking now. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, right, finally. Oh, now you know, you know how it is after death. You talk to totally differently. Talking to Camilla? Is she talking to Camilla too? Or um, that, I, it, she might in the second installment, uh, second tranche of uh, of episodes, I, which are coming out I, in December. I but... still hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it was unfair because. You, do you remember uh, a young Frankenstein every time they said Frau Blocher and went, uh -huh. <laughs> remember that? And that's how, that's how, what you want to do with, uh, with Camilla. Right. So. Sure. Um, Here's another question. Does she yeah. say, you know, Charles? Yeah, that's right. Uh, that, that he isn't your kid. You can, uh, you can cut him. <laughs> you can cut him out of the family. So then maybe I'll watch the 44,000 hours uh, from the, uh, but so far, what we've seen does should, won't change anybody's opinion uh, of what actually happened that day. So, yeah, go ahead and release it. I was just wondering if you haven't even you know, nah. bothered to look at it. I figure if somebody finds something, we'll, we'll see it. And, I, and there are I'm sure there are dedicated people who are spending. Oh, no. I mean, there are like 40. 
I think there's at least 1,000 Ray Epps clones uh, that they're that they're going to find in this as well. So, did you see this story? This is one of those stories where I don't really read beyond the tweet because I've got a short attention span. But a Mississippi man was buried without his family's knowledge, but he had an ID in his pocket. <laughs> they didn't. I. They didn't check. To see the ID so they could get in touch with the family. What what if his cell phone all of a sudden went off while they were burying him? I did you what did you did you notice? I that didn't. Story? I, I I did not. I did not oh, okay. see this. I did not see this. Story. That's fine. So, so both in the same boat. That's so, fine. So, so how did how, how did uh, how did they find out he had his ID on him? Uh did they did they exhume? I you, good. Now you know the rest of the story, Paul Harvey. I mean that's. <laughs> your natural curiosity i didn't even care to find out how you know how they found out about it um but yeah huh. apparently he, somebody they, somebody get his credit somebody get yeah. hold of his credit card some some grave robber i don't know i don't know that would just remain one of those mysteries anyway all right so let's go back to the uh the big tease they did before about uh, media matters so you know i immediately when i thought that elon musk was going to uh he said file this thermonuclear lawsuit and the first report I I thought was, and you saw that Media Matters had tied uh, some of his, the, the tweets that he has with ads that are supported by white supremacists and neo Nazis. Right, right. They kept and, on. They 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 had a bunch of fake uh, bots. Well, well before we get to that. Oh, okay. Before we get to that, I mean, so at first blush, it looks like, and then of course, you know, the big sponsors withdraw i mean like apple and i've got who else nbc maybe you know somebody else they 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 drop out they don't want to advertise on x anymore because they think that what they're uh publishing on twitter is adjacent to these neo-nazi ads and i saw that musk was going to file this lawsuit and i'm thinking well you know you're crazy man because they have a right to print what is true uh media matters and say you know this is what we found but as you will now tell us, the whole thing was fixed, right? Yeah, yeah. That apparently Media Matters got some bot accounts, and they kept they kept tampering with the algorithm to until they could get a neo-Nazi post to show up alongside an Apple post, and then they right. took a screenshot and sent it to Apple and said, "Look what's going on on Twitter." And it's the same thing they did to everyone. You know, they would take one line that Rush Limbaugh said, and all of a sudden it's, the show is nothing but racist rants for three hours a day. And uh, right. that's But that's, I mean, what they did they was they, 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 they screwed around with the algorithms. I mean, it was like, you know, fixing the slot machines or something. Or as Dan McLaughlin uh, in, in National Review, and I recommend people read it because it's just like reading a legal brief on it, only it's actually readable. Um, the, he, he says... You know, it would be like scientists doing an experiment where they, you know, poured a gallon of water into a rat and and, and its you know, stomach exploded, and they'd say, "Oh, water is no good for for uh, for rats, <laughs> rat consumption." I mean, so if it and if so, if if you bomb the and, and the complaint by Elon Musk uh, details how it's just absolutely ridiculous. They. This was not any normal or even subnormal user's experience 
with Twitter. You have to run this a million billion times or something to get this combination. And there are safeguards against that happening. But if you want to blow it up somehow, you can make it look that way. But that's not any relation to the truth. And I actually got into a fight, I think, with an attorney on Twitter uh, on this today because I saying this is BS. And I look, I'm I believe in the First Amendment. You know, I, and I, I, it should be quite elastic. And I'm not even sure that the uh, was a smartmatic lawsuit against Fox would win on the Supreme Court. Uh, but boy, this is just this is this doesn't pass the smell test. This is like rigging that uh, uh, General Motors car on Dateline. I mean, it's just absolute garbage. And if you want to, you know, the, and the defense, of course, against this will be, well, this is true. This actually actually happened. You can actually see these. Well, no, it just it, it isn't true. And certainly it wasn't placed there by by uh, X. It was rigged by Media Matters. And it, it's just it's, it's just a bunch of garbage. And we'll yeah, according certainly... to according to Elon, he said that that out of the millions and millions of images people get from X every day, that image was only shown once and it was shown to the person who was looking for it. Totally. Trying to I mean, make it happen. Yeah. It's a uh, masturbatory. Bruce will Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. And here comes the first serve. We should have seen it coming. He was 300 pounds of pure muscle, and she was one of the lowest-ranked female players at the time. Did I ruin it? Did I ruin it for women? You all right? There's a hole in her stomach, man. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. Well, always get a kick out of it when SNL goes in the opposite direction. I mean, they made fun of women's sports right there with that video kind of uh, the, the, the tennis player uh, I, I don't know what shot we showed did we show um the male tennis player blowing a hole through uh the, <laughs> the woman's stomach yeah. oh yeah yeah now the um but what i love is a uh, spoiler alert here the coup de gras is he then serves one which blows her head right off and you know there's nothing so funny as a decapitation uh done right uh <laughs> snl has actually done this before um at, in the last episode uh, of uh, snl a few years ago they did a parody of goodwill hunting and uh, fred armison was in this and they show it, it, it was called farewell mr bunting and um and, and it's you know very touching and all this you know in this old new england style college classroom and then s- somebody stands up you know to applaud the guy and the ceiling fan decapitates him and <laughs> and then his head's fly- flying all over the place and there's blood and it's what can i say it's a laugh riot um yeah, i might nothing sa- more there's nothing more than a slap and slapstick with gore oh yeah it's, it's great it's, I, uh, I, I noticed the CGI is a little a little off though because even when she's in front of the black wall, there's still a head visible through the hole. <laughs> um, I myself have done this. Uh, you know, I worked for Channel Thirty Two for years, and we didn't have the CGI or you know uh, graphics uh, abilities. But we did. I did uh, a a bit with the Chicago Wolves hockey team. It's a you know 
professional hockey team, minor league. And part of the bit was I was playing goal and I had the mask on and everything. And the guy takes a slap shot and knocks my head off. And uh, we show my head sliding across the ice and I'm going, you know, <laughs> oh, man, that was really some kind of shot there. You know, <laughs> just, and, and, you know, it's guaranteed to give you laughter. Um, sure. So That's why in, the French it, Revolution was a scream it, right? in other sports, fake sports. So there's this, you know, you know, sideline reporters are in the NFL, you, you know, these more, more hot chicks. It'll basically say nothing <laughs> and uh know. Why, why can't we just watch the cheerleaders give, give you nothing well you know they're like the the step between cheerleaders and actual journalists if there is a halfway house there <laughs> well this woman carissa thompson who used to be a sideline reporter and now is you know a fancy host of uh pre and post game on prime on uh, amazon prime admitted on a podcast and you know tim how on these podcasts, you don't think anybody's listening, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you, all of a sudden you're saying things. So she I admitted assume, that I she, assume it's just the host, the host talking with the co-host. That's right. Uh, the, right. And occasionally she, with the producer. But right. Uh, she she said that she made up coaches comments during NFL sideline reports, like because the coach wouldn't be available and and she had to go on and then she made something up and. Then she tried to walk it back the next day and say, oh, I never attributed any of my reports to a coach. I would just say, you know, that they needed to uh, get more first downs or play tougher. Sources like tell me, I think that's I think that's the way CNN does it. An anonymous source. Yeah, claims. right. I mean, it, she didn't even do, no. But but the thing was, is I think in the original broadcast, which she did with Aaron Andrews, who's like the number one sideline reporter of all time uh she said some of her reports would say something like we've got to do better in the next half well that kind of that implies that <laughs> she got it from somebody and um but who knows uh it's so, uh, so none of the coaches ever said i know i didn't say that they didn't they don't care they're not even listening it was such a pablum it didn't even matter. Uh, you know, it may have, you know, it had that. It's it's like when Dan Rather did his report on George Bush. Uh, you know, it could have been true. <laughs> right. Oh, OK, granted, it wasn't, um, you know. Uh, well, well, actually, yeah, what was funny there is he said that that, that the, the document has never been proven to be untrue. <laughs> you got to prove a negative. That's <laughs> yeah, always yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's the, know, defendant, hey, the defendant has never proven himself. Uh, uh, look, all I know is that Media Matters stands behind Carissa Thompson, and that's the important thing. So um, I I was shocked. I, I saw that the Rolling Stones are actually planning on performing another tour and they will be at soldier field on june the 27th 2024 it's called the hackney diamonds tour <laughs> sponsored by arp i mean is that a joke but, um, <laughs> but anyway the, no um, they're they're going to they're they're this is true they are, are going on tour i mean this is right chris i mean it is yeah, true. yeah okay so that's the rolling official Rolling Stones website that Chris yeah. has up for. All right. And that's a, that's the official ARP logo. So, okay. So right? 
Which makes sense. God bless him for admitting it. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mick's 80 years old. We saw a video of him a couple of months ago where he's doing all kinds of dancing at age 80. You know, that Joe Biden couldn't have dreamed of doing when he was when he was 60. Uh, But here's the thing. Unless he's trying to stay on the stairs. (laughs) I I did a parody and I've mentioned this before of jump of jumping Jack Flash called dumping Norm Cash. Uh, about the White Sox, which a WXRT DJ actually gave to Mick Jagger during an interview for the Stones' farewell appearance at Soldier Field in 1978. <laughs> and I was told, wow. I was told that Mick was actually touched that he got it. I don't know. I actually listened to it, but he what we did give it to him, and but it was in '78, so that's going to be like 46 years uh, before. 45. So. Ago, so, uh, but you know, yeah, God bless the Stones for uh, for still, still going touring? out there. So, yeah. how much longer before it's just going to be the Rolling Stone? <laughs> and then there was one. <laughs> um, so when we're, we're recording this on the 60th anniversary of the assassination of JFK, and if you're watching or listening to this at all over the weekend, it's really going to be stale because. You know, we barely have a we have a tenuous uh, link to it just by doing it today. Oh, is it is the 60th anniversary? And but Tim, you are our resident conspiracy theorist theorist. So I would be so uh, disappointed if I knew that you believed Oswald acted alone. Please don't tell me that you believe Oswald acted alone. Oh, do you want to know what I believe? <laughs> okay, I believe. I believe that I, I, Oswald acted alone uh, okay. with, a, with, a, with a rifle from the book depository, fired okay. three shots that went absolutely nowhere. The Secret Serviceman running behind the vehicle at the time heard the shots, reached for his gun, it misfired a couple times, doing the damage that, uh, th- that we both know happened in the car, and everyone just went, oh, crap. <laughs> and, uh, and yes, there was a cover-up, but the cover-up was to protect the Secret Service agent's uh, family and reputation for uh, wait a minute. Wait, I, I just want to make sure I understand this. What the secret service? It was an accident, or they they actually were it was to an accident. Him? He heard he heard that he heard he heard the gunfire from Oswald's rifle, reached for his pistol, and it missed fired, <laughs> and it actually came from the angle that everyone says that the, the and the he actually could've... killed Kennedy by accident. And uh, and, and what's his name? Connolly, yeah. By accident, yeah. yeah. It was it was a total accident. A total but Oswald was... actually was trying and he missed. He was trying and he missed. Yeah. All right, look, I've been in the fifth floor. He was a depo- stormtrooper. Okay, I've been in the sixth floor, uh, Texas Book Depository. I visited it, you know, like five years ago. And I will, the only thing that makes me question anything is, you know, and a lot of people have said this. If you stand in that sixth floor window, there's a street that's coming right towards you. And then they have to make a turn right in front of the depository. But the best shot would have been on the street that they had come from, not when he's going, traveling away. And so why didn't that? And it was closer. Oswald could have shot earlier. That's and a lot of people. I don't know if they've you know, ever you know how museums that. know how museums had uh, have have interactive exhibits like you know, go to the Museum of Science and Industry and goes hey can you drive this train and it's like a mock up of the of a being an right. engineer in the train I always thought they should do that at the book to book depository they say, <laughs> I, oh hey, yeah can, sure. can, can you make this shot 
Uh, <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be fun? But, you know, proceeds go to charity. Um, anyway, Kennedy Foundation, 60 years after President John F. Kennedy was assassinated, a recent Gallup poll showed 65 percent of U.S. adults think that Oswald worked with others in a conspiracy to plan and kill Kennedy, with 29 percent saying Oswald was solely responsible and acted alone. And 20 percent think it was you and me and we'll be in Soldier Field June 27, 2024 to attest to that. When after all, it was you and me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, oh, one one final thing here. Um, do you see where Co- Coca-Cola is giving a lot of money to BLM? Have you seen this? Coca-Cola doing it? Sure. Okay. So, I mean, Why Don not? Draper from Mad Men. Why well, try to sell this BS? <laughs> you know, giving money to BLM. That's that's all I got to say. Well, all right, trying happy... to take. They're trying to claim the market share that that Pepsi has there. Oh, wonderful! Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap, and now it's time. Yes the holiday weekend uh, let's kick back here for another edition of wolf's world and tim's town uh the rules of which i i forget each time we're going to play it so chris why don't you tell us what it's all about well bruce we uh <laughs> I, we as in me i come through uh tim and uh your social media feed to find things that i find interesting that i have a question about or that i find humorous and i think deserves a uh, second uh second laugh I think that's the easiest way to put it okay yeah. and as we always do we start with uh bruce this one <laughs> this one um I, I i usually don't go for uh for religious humor i don't ah. go for cute humor but this one this one was actually good for sure. uh, on both of those so bruce okay these ai ballparks now that are popping up everywhere right they, they, that's the it's on in my feed they're there all the time this was your oh, okay. joke on this one. Go ahead. So explain it. Okay. So yeah, and on Twitter, I saw. Uh, oh, so this, this, and you're telling me now. So they have these AI generated ballparks. Yeah. And you, this one is Noah's Ark, and it's really interesting. I mean, it reminds me a little bit of the LA Coliseum where the Dodgers and the White Sox actually played a World Series. You know, like it was a hundred feet down one foul line and eight thousand yards down the other. I think, but this looks like. A baseball stadium, right? <laughs> Shaped like Noah's Ark, and and it's set in the water. And my uh, tweet for that was uh, where it's always a two and two count. Hey, oh, <laughs> I, I have to, I have to disagree with that, Bruce. Oh, sure, of course. Uh, every game there was rained out. Oh yeah, we tag joke there. A double got a double hit on that one. Oh boy, oh boy, yeah. But that's so, Chris. You've seen some other AI generated ballparks. What do, what do they look like? They do. They try to do ones and uh, like um, uh, in the scene. If it could seat a million people, have you seen those? If this ball a, a, a stadium people, that seats just, a million, you just build like a Dodger Stadium up to seat a million people. Oh yeah, they do. What what if it? What if the um, if the mascot was played into where the setting was for the stadium, and they put it on in some prairie land or something like that? If it's, okay. uh, so yes, right. they, they're 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 popping up all over the place. So maybe I'll send them to you. Okay. All right. Okay. On the Tim's Town. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me see what I got here. And Tim, and Tim, uh, I think I have to to always state on this. Bruce is a volume uh, poster. Yeah. Tim, Tim is very frugal in his posts. <laughs> Some of these go back a, a hair because there's a, not not a ton of them. But this was a this, this one I uh, I thought was a good one. This was uh, this was on uh, to set it up around Juneteenth, I believe. Oh dear! And it was <laughs> experts warn that uh, if present trends continue. By 2035, we'll run out of Mondays on which we can declare federal holidays. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed at it. Yeah. yeah, I like it. It's only 52. Yeah. So, only I mean, 52, that, we probably have to we probably have at least 20 called for already. And, you know, that probably going to be around the same time that Social Security is declared insolvent. So uh, there'll probably be a payday, <laughs> a payroll holiday on that on that day. So that's another one. Or when uh, they yeah. start, are they going to start merging like they did with President's Day? You don't get uh, Lincoln doesn't get his own and Washington doesn't get his own anymore. You get a President's Day. What would they merge together? Well, well they've merged Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day, but I don't think that's exactly what they were doing there. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I know there are a lot of offices that get Super Bowl Monday off. Okay. Well, it kind so, of makes sense. Which, of course, so you talk about February. Right. Because that, that really is a national holiday. So um, and and not only not only that, you know, a lot of people uh, should not be driving uh, uh, at, at seven o'clock in the morning after a Super Bowl party because they're absolutely. probably still they're probably still over the legal limit. Yeah, no, I, I agree that definitely uh, should be. A, a, yeah, I mean, it is truly a, I mean, Christmas has become a, a secular holiday, Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, remember in 1965 when they started complaining that. Uh, Charlie Brown was complaining that Christmas had been uh, become commercialized. commercialized. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brought to you by the Coca Cola Company. Sure. That, uh, that, which that now, message. <laughs> which now, uh, right? Uh, and then it switched and, to Dolly Madison, and then. Yeah, and uh, and Linus is uh, you know, s- protesting in support of the Palestinians, courtesy of BLM. But <laughs> roll over, Charles Schultz. So, um, yeah, it, 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 that's a secular holiday right now and uh, i'm all, all for it as well so it, it probably built will be on the calendar at some time any other holidays uh, you could think of uh, monday holidays that we should have throughout the year i mean every month has holidays my question already. is which ones we can merge so we can we can start oh yeah down yeah oh, yeah so so that so the government government employees can give up three-day weekends yeah that'll happen <laughs> <laughs> that'll happen bruce <laughs> All right. All right. Next. On to Wolf's World. Sure. And Bruce, you'll, you you know, I can never uh, pass up an opportunity to talk about my favorite. Oh, yeah. Jason Benetti. And this one, I think you proved my point when you say if only Jackie Mason, an old, you know, Jewish, comedian. Jewish comedian, Catskills comedian would say, Jerry, he's funny. Um, first of all, I don't think Jackie Mason would even say that. But then again, proving the point that all his references are so ancient and so arcane that well, only you. Well, yeah. J- Jerry Reinsdorf uh, uh, once said of uh, Ozzie Guillen that he was a, the Hispanic Jackie Mason. Uh, and I got to tell you, Jackie Mason was a cut above the typical Borscht Belt uh, comedian. I actually saw him on Broadway. The first act was really funny. The second act wasn't much, but I mean, it, he was he was genuinely funny. But you're right that that is an old a reference to an old comedian. <laughs> OK, I mean, somebody who actually flipped off Ed Sullivan can't be avant-garde 
but yeah, so the story was that Jason Benetti, whom you can't stand and not everybody, and his appeal was not universal. I, I liked him. Um, that one of the reasons that Benetti was let go by the White Sox was that Jerry Reinsdorf didn't like his broadcasting uh, and didn't get uh, what he was uh, what he was about. And I guess if you're a Jackie Mason fan, maybe you don't get Jason Benetti. But I like both of them. But, you know, uh, I maybe I, I like everybody. I just like the, the, the good effort. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, there was another thing about Benetti. Supposedly, did you did you see this that um, Brooks Boyer, the head of uh, broadcast operations for the White Sox, insulted Benetti at one point and said, like a normal human would have said this to his face. A normal human wouldn't uh, act like this. And and Benetti never forgave him for it. Well, was Brooks Boyer making fun of the cerebral palsy that <laughs> Jason Benetti has or just his ego? Uh, and I don't think that was clear. Did you did you see that, Chris? I did not see that. Um, yeah. See, well, here's the problem. I mean, is, he tries not to play the terrible. Right. Cards, no, you don't want to play. Why the, would he? Why would yeah. he? Why would he be offended by that? Are you, are you saying that he was playing the brace card? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you got a double hit out of that one. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't. I like to think that he wasn't, and I'd like to think that uh, Brooks Boyer wasn't talking about that either. But I don't know. We'll never know. Okay. All right, Tim's town. Tim's town, and yeah. this, again, <laughs> not a lot of volume, so we have to go back. Uh, this, sure. this was uh, around the uh, coke incident at the White House. So it's the uh, joke is, uh, it seems the video technician uh, fired from uh, Rikers after the Epstein debacle got a job installing cameras at the White House. Yeah. Very solid. <laughs> very solid. <laughs> uh, as, as we as we say in Latin, "race ips the loquitur." Uh, things speaks for itself. I don't. Tim, I don't think. I'm not going to ask Tim to explain his jokes. Doesn't uh, have to explain. But, jokes. No, okay. no, it's all there. Right. <laughs> like there I said, some of these just deserve another laugh. It's Absolutely. Busting <laughs> All right, let's uh let's move on to a bruise. This one, this one. Um, but you have to explain. I have to explain mine. That's the problem. This one, like work. this one, this one does. Yeah. I don't. This doesn't deserve an explanation. This is another person I can't stand. Okay. So we get to we get to throw something uh her way. Sure. I cannot believe I cannot believe this woman has has got to be what's close to sixty years old and she has no idea what rocks paper scissors is or has never played it. Oh her. yeah yeah yeah. Remember this Bruce. So this was recent. So uh, somebody did a, a screenshot or showed a little video of the Channel 7 Eyewitness News and Cheryl Burton, the newscastress uh, there. Yes, you know, and somebody asked me, newscastress? And I said, well, yeah, what would you? It's a female newscaster. Isn't that what you call a, a I mean, I, in French, I would think it would be le newscastress. Which is interesting because "le" is the masculine. You'd think they have "la," but uh, you know the some French of her outfits. Though I think "new cast tricks" would be would be. Uh, well, I'm telling you, I be. have seen an outfit where there was, uh, it looked like she was part a uh, desert animal. I don't. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> he has it, more it, animal it, prints. She has that retains a lot of water. Uh, anyway, um. So she apparently did not had never played the game rock paper scissors, and uh, she and um, and didn't know anything about it. And you know, I got to tell you, in the clip, she she's really rather fetching and cute in her her ignorance, a almost like I would say ditzy in a nice way. Uh, but um, I tweeted, uh, I wonder if she knew how to play tic tac toe, 
Uh, too bad this woman didn't get to work with me. I would have protected her. Who knows? Maybe Mark Greco tried, but you wear down after a lifetime. That's I <laughs> Mark and Mark just out ah, the hell. I I've made a million a year for 30 years. What do I care? So <laughs> I got to get out of here. So Bruce, and we got to get out of here, too. Uh, or do we have a cup one time for one more? I don't know. I want, want your pro, uh, professional opinion on who was ditzier in the couple, uh, Jim Rose or, or Cheryl. But, uh, boy, that's a that's a toss up. That's uh, <laughs> a boy. That's that's a. I don't want to get you. We'll, I don't we'll ponder uh, for for next time. Uh, happy Thanksgiving weekend, Tim. Same hope the you, turkey's Bruce. okay, and uh, we'll talk soon. Bruce Will, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. And that's the weekly wrap on radio and television. Follow Bruce at Bruce Wolf Shy on Twitter and Tim at TimSlagle.com. The weekly wrap with Bruce Wolf, a CP Pods production.